This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. And Jackie, I, again, talking about what the, the tragedy that happened in Utah, um, it's not—it's—it's really—it's not just the conspiracy against uh, against Joe Biden and against Democrats that's so deadly here. It's this constant attack against the FBI right. since the FBI has been forced to investigate Donald Trump getting his documents. You know, they tried to get the FBI agent's name so they could be threatened. Um, and um, there was, you know, news stories about this fevered pitch hunt to unmask the FBI agents that actually did the search. Right. But doesn't this show the cost of, of telling people, whether it's on Fox News or coming from Donald Trump, that the FBI is coming after you. They're coming to knock down the doors of your home and they're coming to shoot you. So you hear that time and time and time again when you make a threat against the president of the United States and the FBI comes to check it out, you know, your gun's up. Like, again, hard not to look at all of these lies and these conspiracy theories against the FBI and not say they were responsible for the death of this man. I think it's really smart and necessary to look at all of these attacks in that context of no one comes into Donald Trump's incinerator without being uh, tarnished in some way from the insurrectionists who were all charged for uh, going and storming the Capitol on January 6th right. at Trump's behest to now the weaponization uh, campaign that, that Congress is running in order to defend Trump against the FBI and the Justice Department. All of these have real life consequences. I mean, talking about defunding the FBI. I mean, it's anathema to the Republican Party right. and, and everything that, that conservatives have, have stood for for quite some time up until Trump. Um, but, I mean, when you look at, at the trail that Trump has left in his wake, it's really important, I think, to talk about these sorts of cases and, and kind of lump them in and, and show that rhetoric matters. At the end of the day, you know, leveling all of these threats against Alvin Bragg, Fonnie Willis, uh, we're just waiting for Tanya Chuckin to get thrown into the mix there. They have consequences. Uh, and the FBI is just trying to do their jobs here, despite whatever spin we're inevitably going to hear in right-wing media uh, today about sort of how, again, these talking points that, that the FBI is, uh, you know, a tool of the Biden administration and has right. been weaponized. There has been some question over whether or not the governor of the state of Utah would welcome the president of a different party. 
I think it's insane okay. that we are having those conversations. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't take the governor of Utah slobbering all over Biden. Uh, Friday, 11 August, Year of Our Lord, 2023, uh, Jack Posobiec. They're just trying to do their job. You're seeing now a full-on, full-court press uh, by corporate media to basically cover up, let me be blunt, a cold-blooded assassination of an elderly kind of hapless guy who, yes, talk smack on Facebook and says some things that are quite inappropriate on Facebook. A cold-blooded assassination by the regime in the administrative states, Gestapo, the FBI. And if this does not cause these guys to be defunded and let Biden shut the government down, on midnight, September 30th, because of this and other things we're going to get into today. Jack Posobiec, walk us through the details about this, because you're the first guy really to get it. You and I talked. We, we didn't believe it when it first happened that this was total, was legit. You were the first guy that really went out yesterday, started walking people through it. Just for people who are not up to speed on the story, just tell us what happened here so we have at least the facts that the neighbors have talked about, we know, and because the FBI is holding back any information, sir. That's right, Steve. So I've got the affidavit that was filed by the Department of Justice, the criminal complaint. I've got these witness statements from the neighbors. Obviously, the video you just played, very harrowing video there uh, in a, a basically a sleepy neighborhood of Provo, Utah. Uh, Provo, Utah, not exactly known as a hotbed of extremism. Um, this is this is a LDS area. This is a pretty calm area, uh, middle class, well-to-do type folks. Um, at 6.15 in the morning, the FBI Mountain Time, uh, two days ago now, conducted a pre-dawn raid of a 75-year-old 300-pound man who we now know is largely homebound, uh, has trouble walking without a cane. He actually has a cane that he designed for himself. A churchgoer, he's a, a frequent member of his local church, uh, and he's known for making. Um, is it works in in carpentry, and so he, he uh, makes uh, ramps for disabled folks in in the neighborhood. Like a woman that lived down the street, he organized some folks together to help him put together a ramp. Which, by the way, is is a very common thing within the LDS community uh, to do: building something for someone in the community. It's very, very common, very community focused, and uh, the FBI raided his home serving search warrants on uh, essentially threat, search and arrest warrants for threats against the president, interstate threats against federal officials, and uh, showed up there. You can hear banging on the door, screaming, a flashbang or smoke grenade goes off. It's kind of hard to tell exactly what it is just from the footage that we have. The footage then cuts off. The witnesses then tell us that a hail of bullets, a barrage of bullets, was then fired by the FBI squad. And you can see in that video, that is an FBI SWAT vehicle, a Bearcat, that's come up with them. They're, they are rolling uh, in, a, in a very strong heavy force operation into this area. But when you go through the actual details of this, it shows that this man had been identified to law enforcement all the way back in March for some posts that he had been making. And and to be clear, the posts that he was making, extremely inflammatory. They are the type of posts where you would expect a knock on the door. All right. You're going to expect a knock on the door. You're going to get a visit. Posts like this. You're going to get a visit. And they did visit him. They followed him to church. 
They saw that he got into his vehicle with another man from church. They drove out afterwards. He wore a suit to church. But then it says they spoke to him at his home after church that day back in March when they confronted him. And he, he yelled at them but at the end said they were just posts. I was talking about a dream I had uh, and then slammed the door in their faces. And so there was no violence in that earlier interaction whatsoever. And then you have the FBI show up like this, triggering a reaction that they got where they tell oh. they they have now said later that a, he was showing a gun, brandishing a gun when they showed up at his house in this pre-dawn raid. And after they saw that firearm, they opened fire. It's the it's the neighbors that have said this was over the top. It scared the neighbors. They said they couldn't believe the show of force. I think one so of the neighbors said hundreds of probably was, too many, but hundreds. Uh, uh, go ahead. And, and not only that, Steve. Um, after we're, we're told that after he was shot and killed inside his home, uh, they drug his body outside into the street, attempted to resuscitate him. It was unsuccessful. And then they left his body lying there in the street. And there, there are some photos of this, uh, some that have been blurred, that have been released, where his body was, was bled out and lay, left on the street there. With, this, is a, this is a neighborhood with children uh, for over for, two hours. Two hours. Uh, the, the, some of the things he said were so inflammatory. I think there's a report that even tr- the Truth Social team actually alerted the FBI. We're, we're not making any excuses for the inflammatory language he used. He did use inflammatory language. Um, and he was visited by the FBI, which he told him, hey, I'm just posting stuff. You know, I had a dream. Um, he's 300 pounds. He's totally immobile. One of the neighbors mocked the FBI saying, to think that this guy could go down and, and shoot Joe Biden is ridiculous. He came to get out of the house. The pictures you see, uh, the photos you see that he's taking his time to build ramps for people. He can barely stand. Every picture you got, he's leaning over something. Leaning, this guy yeah. is almost completely, he's completely immobile. And, and, and why is the FBI, what we need immediately is we need the, we need the body cams. Because here's what's odd. They say he came, after the flashbang, he came to the door, he was brandishing a weapon, and the neighbors say, then a hail of gunfire that shocked the neighborhood took this guy down. But then they had to go to get the body in the, in, in the house. Does that mean he got shot and fell back in the house? That mean he was still in the house? Then they dragged him out. They tried to resuscitate him. We don't know how, how long. And it looked like he got hit by so many, wep- so many bullets. He's probably dead immediately. They tried to resuscitate him. Then, to desecrate the body, they allowed the body to stay right there on the pavement in a neighborhood with children. They put a, they put a, 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 a blanket or something over it, but he bled out all over there. Desecrated the body. Let him just lay there. For two hours, Jack Basovic. Well, we're also told that uh, the uh, the gentleman has a blind son, obviously an older blind son now, um, that is disabled. That he takes care of. Uh, some of the neighbors reaching out, and and really the the one of the biggest pieces of of this 
is the neighbors and their statements that have all come forward saying that this this was actually a very beloved man within the community. They said, sure, he posted cranky stuff. We all knew about it, but he was the first guy to help you out if you needed something. Uh, he made, uh, because of his carpentry skills, he made toys for kids in the in the area around Christmas time, uh, was well-known, well-liked at his church, Was could be seen helping his blind son uh, find a place to sit, that he helps him out, get him around. Uh, not sure exactly what's going to happen with that son. He's got a couple of other kids, wife predeceased. And the, so the neighbors have almost unilaterally, um, just every single one of them, every single one of them, or I should say um, unanimously, um, reached out and said they can't believe that the FBI would have targeted a guy like this because they said these were, these were you know, obviously inflammatory statements, but he would never actually do anything like this. Um, even, even so far as the family releasing a statement, last, a very lengthy statement last night, which I posted up on all my social media, uh, essentially attesting to the exact same kind of, kind of character of the man who was involved. And, and another piece of this, Steve, that's very Not would do anything. people... That, and I, and I would yeah, I would respond to what what Morning Joe was saying they were, they're, they're, because they're blaming this on Donald Trump. They're saying it's all Trump. Well, he'd actually been posting like this for over a decade, believe it or not, on Facebook. Um, he had he had posts like this about Obama. He had posts like this about a, a numerous other individuals, and and I don't think they were you know very um, you know, very not a lot of engagement. We would say in the social media community, um, not exactly uh, running uh, you know raising an army behind him to do whatever it is that he was saying that he was doing in these in these no, posts. No, he couldn't even physically. So he couldn't even physically what, do it. And the, what happened to the, change the stance of the FBI from this entire decade? rolling up the way they did now it's it's very simple they use this as a show of force this is exactly what they're trying to do to the catholics they're trying to put america on notice right you get out of line you're going to be bleeding you're going to bleed out on that you're going to bleed out on that uh on that uh on the uh on the sidewalk in front of your house this was a cold-blooded assassination and Ray ought to be called in. They should not approve any FBI budgets. They get to the bottom of all this. This was a angry guy. Uh, he put up a lot of stuff over a lot of years that was inappropriate, totally inappropriate. That doesn't mean you send a massive up-armored SWAT team and assassinate him. It's assassination. It's assassination. That's where they will release the body cam. You're going to see this guy taken out. This is unacceptable. Steve, I, I, and this is I the regime yesterday. you've got. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I said yesterday on the show that just, just my opinion here is that this was a show of force and that this was a message being sent. If you threaten us, if you come for us, if you say you're going to take us out, we're going to take you out. Something's changed, Steve. Something has absolutely changed. No. Connect this to what the, the, the Catholic situation that, that Ray lied about, perjured himself about. Sh- short break. We, we're going to keep Poso. $20 billion to Ukraine. I'm not kidding you. The Ukraine thing, Ukraine can't even find their own young men to fight at the front now because they know it's a slaughterhouse, the charnel house. $20 billion of your money is about to go over there. Additionally, next. We are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the United States dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the United States and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. 
How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. This is a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-L-N, to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Just been handed some uh, polling from um, fr- about, from the um, Rasmussen guys, Mark Mitchell and team, about Merrick Garland. The American people don't think very highly of him. Let me summarize. Let me give you the news flash. Uh, we'll try to get into that maybe a little later. Jack Posobiec, this is quite serious. Um, the left's response on this, the joyous response of the left on this. Walk me through. What, what are they trying to do here? Well, Steve, it's, it's very clear. So not only is this a message, not only was this a massive show of force of the regime, but, Steve, if, if, if you've been out there on Twitter, if you've been out there on social media looking at this, the left is cheering. The left is celebrating this, right? They, they have, a, they have a, an acronym that I'm not going to spell out for people, but it's F-A-F-O. F-A-F-O. That's every response I'm seeing to this. Uh, these were posts, and they're saying, you know, and I've seen people saying stuff like, you see what they did to Craig Robertson? You see what they did to Ashley Babbitt? You're next. Okay. This is what the left wants, the furthest of the left. They're not interested in making uh, policy, making uh, good plans for the country. This is tribal warfare. They want to defeat the right. They want to see the biggest names on the right, names like Steve Bannon, names like Jack Posobiec, like Charlie Kirk, et cetera, Alex Jones, et cetera, et cetera. They would love if the headline were to come out the next day that the FBI had rolled up to, to the war room, to human events or any of these places, and one of us, Mark Houck, look what they did to Mark Houck. You know, what if he had been brandishing an extremist rosary, right? They would be celebrating this. And they say, it's so sad. It's so sad that we had to do this, right? Uh, you know, Joe up there, morning Joe. It's so sad that the FBI, the poor FBI had to do this to the very dangerous community, uh, community threat of this 75-year-old 300-pound man. No, Steve, what they're doing is they're going full mask off. This is the same left that just said that Andy No can't get any type, any type of legal resolution for the attacks, the harassment, the slander, the actual violence that's done to him, and then will turn and bring state violence right into your house right up in your grill at 6.15 in the morning. You're getting woken up. You have no idea what's going on at your front door. All right? They could have stopped this guy any time. They could have stopped him when he was going to church. They could have pulled him over. They could have done a number of things. Right? They could have done plenty of things. Which, by the way, would have been safer for the FBI, too, and safer for the neighborhood. And the neighbors. Thank God there was no kids running around, you know, at 6.15. No, but, but they're they want. But hold it, they want to do. They want to do it because they want the neighbor. They want the no, it's a point to it. They they want they want the neighbors. They want the neighbors to understand. You 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 get cranky, 
you get assassinated. And not just the Charlie Kirk, Steve Bannon, Jack Posobiec. As more importantly, it's the it's the Hawks in the uh, in the traditional Catholics, right? The, 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 you saw the memo which they lied about. It, 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 the Hobbits. This is about the Hobbits. They're sending a signal to the Hobbits. You get out of line. You 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 put up some inflammatory rhetoric. This is what's going to happen to you. You're going to bleed out on that sidewalk, right? And by the way, when we're told the three hundred pound, seventy five year old guy couldn't. Yep. Go ahead. You want to connect it. Let's say, oh, so the FBI is running operations in Richmond. The FBI is running operations in Portland. The FBI is running operations uh, in multiple field offices around the country targeting traditional Catholics. Now we've got the FBI saying that they tailed him to an LDS church service. Well, are they going to be looking at that service? Are they going to be slipping people into that service? Are they going to be looking around for other Craig Robertson? So now, now you got the Mormons involved, right? Now they're going after the Mormons too. See, Steve, this is what yeah. how it always starts. They always say it's the churches yep. first. They come for the churches. We went out to L.A. when they were coming for the sisters, yep. when they were coming for the nuns. You yep. are getting to a situation where we have a Ch- Bolshevik revolution, a Spanish Civil War situation coming under color of law. Amen. Amen. By the way, we don't have time for it. Maybe later. Morning Joe for I think seven or nine minutes goes after the evangelical Christians today, right? That, Christian that, nationalists, that, right? It's Trump all Christian nationalists. Christian, Christian, Christian nationalists, and they're good evangelicals. These liberals. I want. I've only got you for so much time. I want to go. I've got a couple of minutes because I want to play this great song that just came out uh, from uh, from Farmville, Virginia. My beloved Commonwealth, Virginia. The song is uh, amazing. Jack, it's amazing. Jack, um, it's the new anthem. Ukraine. Everything that is the the spring offensive is collapsing. The battlefield commanders are stopping it because the kids are getting slaughtered in the Ukrainian army. This is not happening. And Biden sits there and says twenty billion dollars, thirteen billion for military aid, eight billion dollars to pay their bills, to pay their pensions that you ain't getting at home, right? To pay the full medical you're not getting at home. Jack Posoba, give me your assessment. Give me a couple of minutes on this Ukraine situation and the fiat, the tar baby that the Biden regime has now. Look, Steve, and people need to understand that if you go back to those early days of the war room, those early days of human events, when we were talking about this, we explained that if you escalate this situation, it will turn into a charnel house. It will turn into an absolute meat grinder. These are the bloodlands of Eastern Europe. This is Slavic warfare. Uh, neither side's going to quit. Neither side's going to go easy. They're going to keep fighting. They're going to keep throwing young men into this until there is, uh, there is no one left, right? This is how that warfare goes in that part of the world. And it's been going on for hundreds of years, if not longer. Uh, we explained very early on, very early on that this is what was going to happen, that the Russians would come in, establish uh, concrete lines, they would set up their defenses, and then they would turn it into what? A war of attrition. And you had all these planners, all these geniuses, all the bean counters in the Pentagon saying, how come they're not fighting like us? How come they're not doing the thunder runs, the blitzkrieg operations that we would be doing in Iraq, etc.? Why aren't they doing this? That's not how they fight. All right? They fight inch by inch by inch, and they're just going to slowly roll it up, anaconda, boa constrictor style, to take what is coming because at the end of the day if you get into a war of attrition it just comes down to numbers and because russia has done something that the united is the which is the opposite of the united states because for 30 years we've taken away 
the production element of our country. We've done this really throughout almost all of the EU as well, all the, all the NATO nations. Uh, Germany was the only one holding on to a little bit of a manufacturing base, but now without the cheap gas they were getting through Nord Stream, let's see how long that stays. Um, you know, they're going to lose their auto industry next, right? The great Mercedes, Audi, and all that, that's all going away or just going off to China which, of course, the Chinese love. Uh, no, but Russia has said, we're not just going to be a consumption service economy. We're going to have the natural resources. We're going to maintain manufacturing. We're going to do it all in-house. So when the sanctions hit, they didn't understand what was going on because Russia had been planning for this for 30 years. They put their economy on this footing where they yeah. could become autonomous. <laughs> we are the ones. But, we are but, the ones who are sucked yeah, into yeah. this. We are the Hold ones depleting, getting depleted right now. They're the ones that are actually let me just give a not just Let me give you a note right now. Bloomberg is reporting the Russian economy is going to grow 4.6% this quarter. That is going to, complete, by the end of the year, completely rebound to pre-war levels. And this is when we try to take down their central bank. This is when we try to destroy the currency. This is when we swept all of their dollar reserves that were held in American money center banks. With all that, 18 months ago, we went to full war. We went to more economic war against the Russians than we ever did against the Nazis or Imperial Japan ever, ever. Jack, we got to bounce. Uh, your stuff's been amazing. We got to spend more time on this. Biden also called the Chinese economy yesterday a ticking time bomb. Hello. Then why don't you decouple, bro? Jack Basobic, how do people get to you on, on all your social media and particularly the amazing show you've got that follows Charlie Kirk? You get five hours of uh, unlimited pa uh, populist nationalism in a row here in Real America's Voice. You're up at 2 o'clock. How do people get the show? How do they get to you on social media? That's absolutely right. Thank you, Steve. So, yeah, that's right. We're all up on Charlie Kirk or after Charlie Kirk, 2 p.m. Human events will be live today. We're going to have more details on this FBI situation in Utah, more details from the family. Uh, we've got a couple of interviews coming in. Evita Duffy is going to be joining us. It's going to be a great episode. Everybody needs to tune in. And then, of course, Facebook, social, Rumble, all, all, the, uh, all the social medias were there every day. Jack's always ahead of it. First guy on this Utah thing. At the very first moment, he texts me right away, says, hey, this is not right. Something's up. Pasovic on Ukraine, China, all of it. You're always ahead of the curve. Thank you, sir. God bless, Steve. One of the, one of the outstanding young men in our nation, Jack Pasovic. Okay, Oliver Anthony from my beloved Commonwealth of Virginia. A song. This is our celebration. This is a modern song. Just right hot off the uh, hot off just made. Rich men. North of Richmond. He lives in Fa Farmville, Virginia. We're going to give you a taste now, play full of it at the end of the hour. Six feet in the ground is 
it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me people like you wish i could just wake up and it not be true but it is all it is living in the new world with an old soul these rich men know the rich men Every day, the parallel economy grows bigger and bigger. It's powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone, keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. Remember, stop giving your money to people that don't support your values. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh... We've got a lot going on, and we're moving pieces around on the chessboard this morning. We've got Tara down on the border. we got uh, Ben Burkwams in Kiev. Uh, we've got to go there. He just finished a meeting with a uh, member of the Zelensky uh, administration, so we'll go there at the top of the hour. Also, I think we're at Kerry Lakes at the Iowa State Fair. President Trump will be there tomorrow. President Trump's bringing an entire contingent of the Florida congressional delegation, uh, the uh, Matt Gaetzes um, and the— um, uh, and others, Brian Donalds and others. I don't think uh, Anna Polina Luna can make it because of her. Uh, I think she's eight months uh, pregnant, so I don't think she can make it tomorrow. But the whole that whole crew is going up there. So a lot going on. Um, but I, we got to focus on signal here. There's an end of it. Professor Alan Dershowitz has dedicated his life to the teaching of the Constitution to the law students at Harvard Law School, which is arguably the finest law school in the country. And many of his um, students are now federal judges or or, or you see they're prosecutors. And and quite frankly, some of them have come up in some of these controversial attacks on President Trump. Uh, Dershowitz is a Democrat, I would say a liberal Democrat. Uh, He's been ostracized in his own community for a brave stand he took to defend the constitution of this country 
in President Trump's first impeachment. To defend the Constitution, he was eviscerated and shredded personally. Uh, he took a, a courageous stand. He said, look, yes, I'm a liberal Democrat, and I didn't vote for Donald Trump, and I don't support Donald Trump, but I'm standing for the Constitution. Uh, he's then written a book, Get Trump, which is, I still think, the, the if you want to understand the legal attacks against Donald Trump, this is the book that are, uh, should be the primer. So if you want to get caught up to speed from one of the most brilliant legal minds in our nation and someone who knows the Constitution, I think, as good as or better than anyone, and has taken a principled and courageous stand to defend it, I would recommend this book. So Professor Dershowitz, and I want to thank Tony Lyons at, at Skyhorse for, for connecting us. I've got to ask you, I see this piece come out and Drudge links to it, and it's all over. It's a couple of, a couple of conservative uh, professors. I guess I would say they're conservative. They're, they're Federalist Society. Uh, one is at the University of, uh, I think, the Virgin Islands or St. Thomas. Not exactly Harvard Law School, but, you know, he's a Federal Society member. And they write this art, this piece, and everybody's raving about it. And the Federal Society guys are coming. And remember, the Federal Society is where we got the, you know, the, that's kind of where we, they kind of curated the people we would look at as, as Trump judges. So it's on the right. It's a very prominent institution. And you have these people slobbering all over this. It essentially says, and I'm an amateur in this. I'm not. I never try to pretend to lawyer that the, the the Trump's an insurrectionist. So by the Fourteenth Amendment, if you saw the movie Lincoln, this is what that whole fight was about. The, the because in the Civil War era thing of insurrectionists, Trump's an insurrectionist and therefore is not eligible to run for president of the United States. So we call a Professor Dershowitz has already given so much to his country in defense of the Constitution. For your analysis and observations, sir. Well, thank you so much. Look, I've read the article. It's uh, an article that's well researched and well written, but completely wrong and completely ahistorical. Uh, the 14th Amendment was part of kind of the Treaty of Peace of the Civil War. It was designed to react to the Civil War. And when it uses the word uh, insurrection or rebellion, it means specifically the insurrection and rebellion uh, between 1860 and 1865. And, and the proof of that is the very same amendment that cited uh, talks about the United States not accepting any claim for the loss or emancipation of any slave. Now, obviously, there were no slaves at the end after the Civil War. So this clearly had to do with the Civil War. It also creates no criteria for who decides who was involved in an insurrection? Who makes that decision? Is it the current president? Is it the Supreme Court? Is it Congress? We just don't know. And to show you the hypocrisy of the people who are pushing this, some of the very same people, the very same people, radical law professors on the left, particularly, I don't know about these two guys, have argued that the 14th Amendment is only restricted to the Civil War. For example, the 14th Amendment talks about the equal protection of the laws. Now, the equal protection of the laws would say that you can't use race as an additional factor in allowing people to be admitted to colleges. But a number of law professors on the left have said, no, 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 you don't understand. The equal protection of the law was written to protect enslaved black people. It has no application to uh, white people who are trying to get equal protection in universities. So people look at the 14th Amendment both ways. They say, look, Either it applied only to uh, the Civil War, that's the argument 
that equal protection doesn't protect white people, or it applies to everybody, even in the year 2023, if you can, if somebody concludes that there was an insurrection and a rebellion and that somebody was part of it. You know, it could have excluded, uh, it could have excluded uh, previous presidents as well who participated in demonstrations, who opposed wars, things of that kind. It's such a vague and loose term. And so I just don't think that there is a plausible case under the Constitution for denying uh, Donald Trump the ability to run for president. I think I have a constitutional right to vote against him for the third time, which I fully intend to do. And I don't want some law professor to deny me that essential constitutional right by a, a stretched reading of the 14th Amendment. So uh, you're going to get a lot of support for it. A lot of professors um, who will do anything to stop Trump will suddenly jump on this bandwagon. But it's just not historically accurate. That's what I want to ask you. You wrote the book, Get Trump. Right. Is this just another because this thing's getting this thing's getting real momentum. And, and this yeah. shows you in the election interference. They don't they're so freaked out. Trump's, you know, the presumptive nominee now in the Republican Party because he's dominating that he's leading Biden on all these polls. They're freaking out. You know, Jack Smith came out yesterday and says he wants to start the trial to January 2024. Uh, right before Iowa. And you've got this now. And it's getting. Tra- Why is it getting traction? Are they that desperate? I think it's getting traction because it's part of the Get Trump movement. Uh, there are people. And by the way, a lot of conservatives are part of this movement. Of Get Trump. A lot of my friends are moderate conservatives who hate Trump, who think Trump is the equivalent of Hitler. I've heard that analogy made over and over again, not only by liberals, but by federalist conservatives. Because remember, federalist conservatives generally are, are, are very, very true to conservative values. And they argue that Donald Trump is not true to conservative values. He's something very different. And, and so lots of conservatives are opposed to him and opposed to him with, with real, real animosity. And so it doesn't surprise me that this article is written by conservatives. It makes it more credible, the fact that it's written by conservatives. My question that I would ask them, maybe they won't answer it, who did they vote for in 2020? Did they vote for Trump or did they vote against Trump? Being a conservative doesn't mean you're fair about Donald Trump. Um, as I say, as you said, I voted against Trump twice, but I cannot read the 14th Amendment to give somebody, and we don't even know who, the power to declare that a person who has 45% of the vote in current polls can't run for president. You know what a radical step that would be? To deny 45% of the American public, or even more perhaps, the right to vote for somebody because of a stretched interpretation of the Constitution that doesn't even provide who should make that decision. And I would challenge, I would love to have one of you invite professors on your show to debate me. Uh, I hereby challenge those professors to debate me in any form, in any context, and to answer the question first, who makes that decision? Is it you? Is it a group of platonic guardians, elitist professors who decide, well, we think he engaged in rebellion, therefore we think he can't run for president? There's nothing in the 14th Amendment that tells us who makes that decision. So there's a question now about our institutions. I want you to go, I want to go back to the comment. By the way, we will work very hard to get that debate going. It's a debate that needs to happen, and the American people need to hear it. We need to debate this out. The, the radical step. When you look at a lot of your students and people that are judges and what you fought for in, the, in defending the Constitution, 
Where do we actually stand? This Get Trump movement seems to be so out of control. It's like that scene in uh, in uh, in Man for All Seasons where the guy says, hey, I would cut down every law in England to get the devil. And Thomas More says, yeah, when the devil, when you turn around, the devil's there. What's going to protect you? Because only the law that protects you. Where yeah, are I, we right now? This get Trump, the radical nature of this Get Trump movement. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I'm not concerned like uh, the man for all seasons about who will protect me. I can protect myself. I'm concerned about who will protect you and the American public, because once we eliminate the Constitution, once we start stretching the Constitution to mean what we want it to say it means, you know, the best proof that it was designed for only the Civil War is the fact that nobody indicates who makes the decision. Why? Because post-Civil War, everybody knew who was a rebel. They wore gray hats. You know, they, 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 they had Confederate flags. There was no doubt who was a rebel, and there was no dispute about it. But if you try to use that statute, that 14th Amendment going forward to 2023, you would need to have a decision maker. And the fact that there is no decision maker in the 14th Amendment is absolute proof that it was intended to apply to that dispute that rebellion, that uh, upheaval only. And it was not intended to be a general prohibition, because if it were a general prohibition, there would be a process by which it gets determined who's guilty of a rebellion and who's not. You can't just have a criteria of exclusion without having some institution that makes that decision, unless it's so obvious as it was after the Civil War. Where do we stand with all the rest? Is Fanny Willis is now leaking to CNN. She's going to indict twelve people on numerous charges next week in uh, in Georgia. The focus groups are saying the American people have no earthly idea what's going on. I mean, they've been doing these focus groups. The American people are kind of overwhelmed. The polling show they may have jumped the shark, but just rule of law, legally, constitution, constitutionally. Where, where do we stand in all this, Professor? I think there are two issues. One, technically, are there crimes? Technically, but we know that what. 90% of crimes that are committed and never prosecuted, prosecutorial discretion, determines who gets prosecuted. And I think when you have the president of the United States telling friends and then it being leaked to the New York Times, we think that Garland is going too slow. He's acting like a ponderous judge. We want, this is the president saying, we want Trump prosecuted for January 6th. When you have a prosecution that is initiated by the president against the leading candidate against him, it has to be Caesar's wife. It has to be the strongest case possible in front of the fairest jury and the fairest judge. Everything is the opposite of that. This is an extraordinarily weak case in a jurisdiction that is 90%, 95% anti-Trump in front of a judge who should be recused because of her prior connections to Hunter Biden, to a law firm that has been uh, conflicted out of cases and has a long history of corrupt identification with one party. Uh, this is the worst possible combination of circumstances. You know, on my podcast, I give bananas out. We're up to two bananas now. Uh, Ecuador is 10 bananas. They just murdered a man running for, for uh, president there. We're up to two bananas, but we're getting close to three and four bananas on a banana republic scale. We're not there. And I want to preserve uh, our rule of law and the integrity of our legal system. But when the president of the United States tells friends he wants the primary person running against him to be indicted quickly and forcefully, you get a banana for that.
Because he said he's a danger to the re- democracy. Remember, the New York Times leak was a very targeted leak. Mike Davis and I went through this. Bring, you bring that up. That was a very targeted leak to make sure Garland knew that he wanted a prosecution. Professor, if you could just hang for a second, we'll take a short commercial break. Professor Alan Dershowitz, the book is Get Trump. It is kind of your primer to this um, banana republic uh, attack on an individual who happens to be leading the presidential race right now. Short commercial break. Back in the warm in just a moment. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. Stephen K. Bath. Professor Dershowitz, you said there were two issues. One, are there crimes? What's the second issue? Well, the best way to illustrate that is to look at the Florida case. In the Florida case, there was apparently a crime. That is, Trump waving documents, which the government claims were classified, in front of unauthorized people and saying, I could have declassified this when I was president. I didn't. They're still secret. That technically is a crime, but it should not be prosecuted when the person commencing the prosecution is the president and the person who is being prosecuted is the leading candidate against them. It's not a serious enough crime to warrant prosecutorial discretion. Remember, 90% of crimes that are committed in America are not prosecuted. Our statute books are filled, filled, filled with crimes that are committed every day. We rely on prosecutors to exercise common sense, judgment, discretion, and political savvy. And when you have a presidential race and one person in the race is the incumbent president who appoints the attorney general who serves at his pleasure and who communicates indirectly to him that he wants the case prosecuted, and the other person is running neck and neck with him, you do not prosecute technical crimes like the possession of classified material. And you don't prosecute crimes where the evidence is as weak as it is in the Washington case or the New York case, which is even worse, the worst indictment I've ever seen. So I think there are those two criteria. Under either of those criteria, Trump should not be prosecuted. Reasonable people could disagree with that, but that's my strong view based on 60 years of experience as a criminal law professor and as a criminal lawyer. 
Uh, Professor Dershowitz, how we get to your podcast, how they get the book uh, Get Trump, which really lays out the information people need to kind of get their sea legs well, well, in looking at this way, persecution. There's only one way to get the book. The book has been banned at book fairs, for example, in Chilmark, where I live, Martha's Vineyard. I am the best-selling author in the history of Chilmark. I've written the most books, sold the most books of anybody who was invited to appear at the book fair where books are sold, but they banned me. And they said, no, we're not going to have Trump get Trump sold in Martha Vineyard. And I just think it's a, a terrible, terrible thing to do that. And, 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 and bookstores around the country don't sell it. Um, uh, the book's been banned. The book's been censored in independent bookstores. So the only way to get it basically is online. Uh, it was number one bestseller among nonfiction books on amazon.com. And if you keep buying it on Amazon, it will send a very strong message to the get Trump people that we're looking at them and we're, and we're, we're watching them and they can't get away with violating the constitution to get Trump. Professor, uh, real quickly, your podcast, uh, when can people get it and how they get it? It's the Durst show and it's on YouTube and on rumble and it's live Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday from five thirty to six. And then you can watch it anytime at your pleasure on any of those platforms. Thank you, Professor. And we're up to two, but we're keeping track. We're up to two bananas in the uh, Banana Republic scale. Thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thanks for taking time away today. Thank you. Remember, you're going to see this everywhere now from the Federal Society that the 14th Amendment actually says President Trump can't even run for presidency because he's an insurrectionist. This is going to get real momentum. We wanted you to hear it first when it first came out from Professor Dershowitz. Mike, uh, I've got a couple of minutes on this side, and I want to hold you through. But just give us an update on the summit, uh, brother. Everybody's blowing my phone up about it. Yeah, we've got a great agenda, everybody. Uh, Lou Dobbs now is going to give a, a speech to the, to the nation on the first night on August 16th. August 16th, we're bringing every state, state-by-state state report of a hope report, things that are going on in your backyard that are good and uh, that have to do with our election platforms. And then on August 17th, we're going to reveal the plan that is going to secure our elections immediately. And it's never been done before, never been talked about before, ever. And uh, if anyone I've showed so far said that we should have been doing this all along. It's, a, it's amazing, everybody. And the media must bear it. They must be running scared because they're doing hit jobs all over out there on, on the evidence I've had. But this, uh, they, they must be thinking we're going to show them more evidence, Steve, because we've got enough evidence. We've been doing that for two and a half years. We're going to show uh, going forward how to secure our elections immediately. No, I know that uh, Charlie Kirk and the team were very enthusiastic. I just want to go back to 16 August. That's the day they're going to lay it on 50 states about exactly where we are uh, at, right. at seven o'clock thereabouts that evening. I'll be doing a, a, a pan, I'll be leading a panel, uh, yeah. and then following that immediately, Lou Dobbs. And this is the first time Lou Dobbs has come to any of these conferences or anything since he left Fox, and he's going to have a address to the country that obviously Real America's Voice, uh, Lindell TV, everybody's going to cover. Uh, so it's going to be extraordinary. I tell you, Mike, if you can just hang with me through the break, I'm going to take a short commercial yeah. break. We're, we're celebrating American music. Oliver Anthony, rich men north of Richmond. And I'm telling you, I think that this is going to get to be a uh, an anthem for MAGA from Farmville, Virginia, in the great Commonwealth of Virginia. Oliver Anthony. <laughs> 
wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. Living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men know the rich men. Lord knows it all. Just want to have total control. Want to know what you think. Want to know what you do. And they don't think you know. But I know Imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room But they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Bannon, and get the better health promise. Veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. 
The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 